Gamers and gamettes out there, I am Mr. Mike, and you are listening to the Games Attack Audiocast here on Juju2Cast.com. This is episode 457, as this audio podcast is being called the Fourth of Yakuza. So, Fourth of Yakuza, folks. So, how's it going out there in land of gaming and gamers and ets and everything in between? Oh, boy. You'd think I'd be playing more games on this uh, so-called holiday weekend or like some people like to call it the long holiday weekend. Now, yours truly does not have a long holiday weekend because I do uh, go back to work tomorrow as I'm recording this on Sunday. I haven't decided. I think I am putting up on the 4th of July, but uh, I was going to put them up early, but I don't know yet. You'll find out when you uh, down, open up your podcast catchers and stuff like that and you figure out, oh, I got a new podcast for Mr. Mike. Not everybody's doing their podcasts uh, on the 4th, but uh, I don't know, I am because, you know what, I work on the 4th. You know, I work in the restaurant business, business stuff um, and, um, you know, we're open. We're open on the 4th. But you know what? It doesn't matter to me because, you know, I get in there early. I get out of there early. So it does not matter. Shit. I don't... I pro- Depending on how tomorrow goes, which, mm, as I'm speaking of this, it's probably going to be a shit show anyways. Um, you know, I'll get everything done by a certain time and then I'll be out of there. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me on uh, when things happen when things go, when things start, end, and all that, because I will be done! Woo! Yeah! I will be done with all of that uh, hoopla stuff, and no, I'm not going to celebrate the 4th or have firecrackers or anything this year, because I, then I work the next day, so I work Monday through Friday, so until the 4th of July is on a Friday or... I don't know. What days is the 4th of July? See, this is the problem with me. Let's see here. What days does the 4th of July fall on? And I'm probably asking the dumbest question in history. Okay, uh, let's see here. 4th of July is on a Sunday, so it should be actually today. But observed on a Monday, July 5th in 2021. Um, uh, let's see here. So, 4th of July on, on 2023 of next year is Tuesday. 4th of July on 2024 is Thursday and on July 4th 2025th 
<laughs> so 2025 is on Friday. So technically, if I get this right, I probably won't be doing anything 4th of July-ish until 2025. Because all the 4th of July's happen during the weekdays. And uh, July 4th, 2025 seems like the best, uh, the best uh, thing to go because, you know, I got... 1,098 days to go before uh, Independence Day 2025 because then that will, is going to be when I blow off the big firecrackers here around this part. And it's ensure I could take off, but I usually take off in June during my birthday time, so I don't really care, you know, as much. I, I, I celebrated enough 4th of Julys. I saw enough fireworks. I, you know... You've seen one, you've done one, you did it all. It's it, it's not, you know, i got plenty more 4th of Julys to go down the road. You know, especially if I, did, you know, retire someday or someday in the future. You know, I'll have plenty of 4th of Julys to uh, assemble and have fun with. So I'm not too worried about the 4th of July. You know, I go to bed by 8, around 8, 8, 9-ish. <laughs> I should just say 9-ish. So... It's not going to be any, um, you know, I'm not going to hear or see any fireworks or anything. And, you know, I go to work the next day going, huh, whatever, fireworks, whatever. <laughs> so it, it is no concern to me. My fireworks I can see in my video games because that's what I do and that's what I'm playing. So, yes, I do work on Monday the 4th of July. And, yes, I do not, you know, get off those days. I only get off my weekends, which I am very happy about having off Saturdays and Sundays because I haven't had the weekends off on my old jobs for a very, very long time. I always had to work at least one weekend day in my past and uh, this time no weekend days to work, which is great. So, yeah. So, otherwise, been doing good. Haven't been playing many video games, as you know. I always say it. I always come out to say it. I know it's hard to admit on a gaming podcast, but, you know, haven't been playing any video games that much because, well, I have been playing a lot of uh, a certain video game, but I haven't been playing anything else because, frankly, you know, I've been just doing stuff. I've been uh, quite busy around my house i'm still working on lawn duty sort of here and there that takes up a lot of time and energy and stuff like that i still do other such things outside um i want to enjoy the outside because it's you know nice weather means i should be outside which today i totally screwed up because you know i've been inside doing other stuff but hey what what else what else is new <laughs> um but otherwise i'm outside doing stuff um i'm back in the gym working out again which screwed the pooch on that today but you know i got the rest of the week to work out <laughs> but i've been working out again uh i've been just you know getting things done and together you know you do that stuff when it's nice out and then when it's cold out when it gets to be fall that's when all the gaming happens because that's the time where i just don't want to be outside because it's cold, it's cold, rainy, cold, snowy eventually, you know, the only time I'm out there is to shovel the damn shit, and then I go back inside and say, fuck all that, 
<laughs> that's the time when there's no projects going on or big projects going on. I could have smaller projects, but that's the time I don't have big projects going on, and that's the time where I just go and uh, sit in my office, living room, play tons of games, and say, fuck the world. So that that's that's when I do that stuff. You know, like I said, got a life to live. And sure, I could be living my life playing video games all the time, but that is not my job. And just a hobby, a big old hobby, which sometimes you got to hold off on because life finds a way. Life breaks free. Life cannot be contained. And life is the number one important thing. Uh, but as of that said... um. You know, slow gaming, uh, it'll pick up more when I am actually, you know, September comes around, I'll be actually definitely playing more of my Switch, which by that time, which it is already July, so July, August, September, not too far away, but by the time, you know, September comes around, excuse me, had a little sniffly there. Uh, by the time September comes around, I gotta try to either. I, I'm already uh, arm. Well, not arm made. What do you say? What do you call it? Arm made. Arm made. I already put in a request to get my Joy Cons repaired again for the second damn time because of the stupid Joy Con drift of doom. But this time I'm handing them both in because I don't know if it's the right or the left controller. All I know is that one of them's broken. Maybe they're both broken. I'm handing them both in. I want them fixed. I don't want to get this Joy-Con drift from these anymore. And I'm also going to probably end up buying a new set of official Nintendo Joy-Cons because my third-party Joy-Cons, they're okay, but it takes a lot to get them to register for some reason to to work with the, with the Nintendo Switch because... I'm I'm tapping the buttons. I'm tapping like an X or Y or something, and you gotta push down like really hard to get them to work. And it's like I don't want to be doing that. I don't want to be slamming on these controller um, triggers to get these things in the game working. And you know that's not how I play my games. I want to just lightly tap and tap and tap. And when I get into playing Splatoon three on, in September, I don't want to be jamming on the buttons. And not getting anywhere because the damn secondhand Joy-Cons don't work as good as the official Joy-Cons. And let me take a drink here. But, um, anywho, you know, I know Joy-Cons are the most expensive fucking controllers out there. You know, PlayStation's probably second in the expensive game controller category. And, you know, Xbox is... You know, their controllers are nicely priced, you know, 40, 50 bucks. You can find your basic Xbox, um, new Xbox controllers. And I'm, I'm going to say new Xbox controllers. The latest and greatest are usually like 49, 50 bucks. Sometimes you can find them on sale for 39. I know a lot of you are probably like, well, where do you go to find your controllers, Mr. Mike? I'm like, uh, it's called Amazon, dude. And yes, I found a lot of uh, Xbox real <laughs> genuine controllers for like 39, 40, 
you know, a lot of times on sale and stuff. You just got to know when and where to look. Um, so, yeah, Joy-Cons are way overpriced. I'm looking at, I was looking at the pair of Joy-Cons. And the th- other problem with b- purchasing Joy-Con controllers, you can't get both the controllers as the same fucking color. And if you want to try to get them as the same fucking color, you're going to have to go through a lot of hoops and shit and spend a shit ton of money to just do that. Otherwise, you got to play by the game, the Nintendo game, and get the two different kind of color Joy-Con controllers. And you might not like one of the other con- colors on the Joy-Cons, but you know what? You're shit out of luck. Or else you just go with getting all the gray, blackish old controllers that came with the system oh my fucking lord nintendo why would you do something stupid like that you know why they do that because they know they'll get people they'll get you they know how to get you they know they can you're gonna spend 70 80 bucks and double that for each uh pack of controllers you want to buy because you want that certain color type controller for your x or for your xbox for your uh switch you're gonna be paying them you're going to be paying for that privilege. <laughs> but here's the thing, fun fact, Nintendo. I don't give a fuck what the color of my controllers are. I just want to get them and get them as cheap as possible, which I've been seeing like $79.99, which I'm like, oh, For these little things that break super fast, and you're charging me 80 damn dollars for these little things? Got to be on the fucking crazy list there. But you know what? I am. We all are. That's that's me, sucker in a nutshell. But, um, anywho, you know, I had my original Joy-Cons since, you know, I originally got my Switch, which I originally got at launch day. So, my Switch still works since launch day, and I still have the same Switch since launch day. I have not gotten the OLED model or anything, folks. I still have the, br- the Frank original nintendo switch that i bought day one when it came out day one from nintendo got the first batch folks i got the very first batch for nintendo for my nintendo switch and i still have that the console itself works or handheld console it still works hybrid and the joy cons knock on fake wood here still basically work you know battery wise all that stuff it's just that you know, the Joy-Con Drift fucked them up, which, you know, I never heard of since the Switch days. I heard of drifting once in a great while with, like, third-party controllers out there, but I never heard of this stuff. And now you hear, like, Xbox controllers sometimes do it or PlayStation controllers do it, but mostly it's the Switch controllers that do these Joy-Con Drifts. And I'm like, really? Wow. Huh. Never would have thought that. In, in 2022... Where basically they test the sh- the fucking shit out of everything. Everything's using the newest, latest, and greatest, and you get Joy-Con drift or regular drift, controller drift, control drift. It's stupid, and you're paying so much money for these uh, goddamn devices, and they're not working like they intend to. Go figure, eh? Uh, but still never had a problem with my xbox controllers not to mention that i always get new ones anyways when i see it like some special one i don't have an elite controller anymore um you know i gave up on the elite long time ago it was okay i had it at but um 
you know, I like the standard Xbox controllers. They do, they, they're good enough for me. <laughs> I'm not any better than that. But uh, these Joy-Cons are way overpriced in my notion. But hence, Nintendo, as I call them, is the Apple of the video game market. Nintendo is the Apple of the video game market. It doesn't matter who the fuck you are or what you're toting. You're ending up paying them a lot of money for these things because they know you'll pay it. Just like Apple. scam But if I want to play um, my Splatoon 3 this uh, September... I'm getting these repaired again, and I'm going to buy a set of backups, brand new backups, and I'm going to get, like, the blue-green ones or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. I I really don't care, just as long as they fucking work, you know? And maybe I'll have get, like, a little deal on them. I I know I got some gift card points and stuff. I'll put it towards the controllers. That's probably going to be it for that, but um, I don't know. I, I think it's a travesty that that stuff you know goes away side and i'm not gonna get a new switch unless if they come out with the next generation nintendo i don't know switch 2 or if they come out with the 4k switch that everybody's been still touting about that they're supposedly gonna come out with which i highly doubt but if they ever did i would probably be getting that because usually i get one updated console um for every console generation, but uh, frankly, I haven't needed to. You know, there is no upgraded version of the Xboxes yet. I've been hearing Xbox and Play, Sony and PlayStation, aka Sony PlayStation. <laughs> I heard they were both coming out with like next generation updates to their consoles or something. Their current gens, you know, slimmer, slicker, more improved, blah 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 blah. You know, the whole ordeal. Maybe different design. I don't know. And, you know, I heard the same thing with Nintendo and the Switch for a while. But, mm. will that happen? Do I care if it happens? No, because I own a Switch. I own my Xbox Series X. I am good. I am good with the hardware that I have. <clears throat> Is my voice crackling? I don't know why. But, I'm good. I just want to play the games. Uh, Splatoon it up in september but uh the games that i've only been playing and uh you know for the past week which i might as well do here right now there we go the games that have been played in the past week There we go. The only games that I've been playing for the past week is Yakuza Like a Dragon. I know, I know. I keep saying I'm going to play Lost uh, Lost Judgment, and I keep on fucking failing myself. Go figure that. And I played Monopoly for the Switch, or Monopoly Nintendo Switch Edition, whatever you want to call it. Uh, played a game of Monopoly on the Switch because, you know, it was nice outside. I have a new, like I have a new bug zapper that's battery operated, which, or whatever, you can connect it to a battery. I got an external battery source and stuff. You can plug it into anything and it, it actually zaps all the bugs, all the, it attracts bugs too. The, the whole table that this uh, bug zapper was on was just full of bugs. Big ones, little ones, creepy ones, weird ones. <laughs> 
But it, it got a lot of the mosquitoes and stuff when I was out there and killed a lot of those as well. But um, anywho, uh, you know, let that sit out there. Let that zap a bunch of bugs, kill a lot of bugs. And then I um, went out there, sat outside for a bit and played, you know, Monopoly on my Nintendo Switch for a bit uh, last night. And that was pretty cool. I might do that every Saturday night or something. Just go outside. Maybe I should do that Friday night. No, Friday nights I stream, and then I stream too long, and then it just gets too late. But, you know, Saturdays I should do that as a thing. If it's a good night on Saturday, I should take the opportunity to just go outside, sit outside, you know, wait till it gets a little dark out, sit outside, play my game, play my Switch, Play a game on a Switch. It doesn't matter if it's Monopoly or The Binding of Isaac or anything. But have some fun with my Switch outside. You know, that that would be pretty cool. I could actually play some Xbox outside because I've been actually also testing out, which I didn't post on here as the games that I've played in the past week, but I've been testing out the the Xbox streaming capabilities uh, to, like, my phone because my phone is the only Android device that's powerful enough to play said game pass streaming games and stuff on it and it has been you know pretty decent i don't like the on-screen controls i would definitely have to hook up a wireless controller to my uh phone to do it but it seems to work but i'd rather have also a bigger screen and if i'm gonna want to be playing an xbox game right next door to me right behind me in my on my deck porch is my living room, which houses my big giant screen damn fucking TV with my Xbox and stuff. So why the fuck would I just go outside to sit outside to play a fucking video game when I got a big old screen inside the house to play video games on? And an office, which I'm in now, with a dual giant 30 plus inch screen curved monitors where i could play games on why would i do it on a little what is this seven in seven six seven inch screen i don't know <laughs> it, it, it's a it's a i think it's a seven i got the motorola um what is it called the motorola note 2 whatever it's is that the the pen one yeah i got that one whatever that one is <laughs> um but yeah, I could play games off of that. I know people do, but my phone is not a gaming device. It's not a game streaming device. It it plays my music. It does everything else I need it to do. It's my camera, stuff like that. But is uh, a gaming device? No, sorry, Bob. I got gaming devices. That's why I got a Switch. That's why I got a PC, Xbox, all that stuff. Those are my gaming devices. Maybe down the road I'll get one of those Steam decks, but we'll wait. We'll wait down the road uh, on that whenever I decide to get one of those suckers. Um, but yeah, I played some Monopoly, had some fun with that. Played with the AI, beat the AI because I am a genius, and of course the AI is stupid. And I was playing on a lower level because I just wanted to pick up my. My home in my skills, my Monopoly skills again, because it's been a while. But it's colorful, it's fun. You should play with all your family and kids, 
And if you're the kind of family that doesn't play board games, well, great news. This is on a a console, so you don't have to play it as a board game. You can play it on in the digital, on the screen. <laughs> uh, and you can play with one controller and many controllers. So it, that, that's pretty cool. And lots of different rules and stuff like that and different uh, pieces and all that you could choose from as your characters in the game. I like Monopoly for anything. I played it on the Switch, Xbox, you name it. I love playing myself some good Monopoly. And, um, yeah, it's great as a video game. Been playing it since the Windows 95 era. Back when I was playing Monopoly on the Windows 95 computers. Whoo! Long time ago, folks. And I still have a copy of, like, what is it, Monopoly 98 or something? And I think it was still working. Like, I could put it on my computer and I could play it. And I'm like, oh, shit, this game is doggone old, but shit. I can still play it. <laughs> mm, I wish that was with other games that I cannot play still. Mm, oh, well. Another game, of course, that I've played in the past week that I've been playing for weeks on week's end and played a lot of during the week in this, but mostly in certain modes. I haven't been playing any of the storyline until Friday when I hit Freddy with Yakuza Like a Dragon, if you didn't know what I was going to talk about. It's, it's such a great game. I, I know I keep saying this. I know I keep saying this about the series, but as a JRPG, it is a damn great game, and I have fallen in deep love with every little aspect of this game, including its business management simulator inside the game. Yes, Ichiban can be a businessman and run Ichiban Holdings, which used to be Ichiban Confections when you first start off in the game early on. And you get to run uh, basically a business and eventually businesses and a corporation. And there's share stockholders and stuff. And you play the stocks. Uh, well, you don't play the stocks, but you help your... your um, your level in the stock market go up, go up, go up, rank up, rake up, rake up, rake up. So it is uh, pretty, pretty dramatic. It is pretty intense in that game. And that's what I've been playing most of the week. Sure, I'm still leveling up my characters. Even that aforementioned um, uh, Ichiban Confections, a.k.a. Ichiban Holdings uh, Lady, whatever her name is. I keep forgetting her name. I forget a lot of their names. But as of now, if you haven't watched the video yet, my latest gameplay, live stream gameplay, which you can watch the live streams at 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash juju2cast, mm-hmm. and then after the fact on juju2cast.com, or you can watch it live at juju2cast.com, but you're still watching it on via Twitch. But you can watch it after the fact when I... I'm done and I, you know, edit it and upload it. You can watch it after the fact at juju2cast.com or youtube.com slash juju2cast for any of the Yakuza Like Me uh, videos that I do. And, of course, the recently one being Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, and, you know, I've just been battling with my characters in the game, leveling them up, earning lots of money, and to earn lots of money, you must, must, must pretty much not master, but be try to be at least decent at 
doing some business management uh, management in uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon in the Ichiban Holdings or Ichiban Confections uh, simulator. Sure, you could probably get it because here's the here's the spoiler, which I haven't come up to. I thought during a period of the game I would have to come up with the 3 million yen to pay somebody for something. I don't know what it was for. I, I have a feeling I know what it might be for, but... Um, somewhere in the game, getting close to where I'm at, you're gonna, I'm gonna need three million yen to pay somebody for something, and if you don't have it, then you gotta, you know, grind for it, whatever, or play the Ichiban Holdings, uh, aka Ichiban Confection Sim, which I'm just gonna continue on to say Ichiban Holdings from here on out, and that basically nets you lots of extra money, Lots of money that you put in your pocket and then put into the bank or the ATM, which I do, and save it up, save it up, and you get. I'm already, I'm already way past three million in the bank. I am, I am banking. I am making money. I am Ichiban Kuzma Kazmara, whatever his last name is. I know I'm bad at it, and I'm making bank. I am a rich mother trucker. I've been using. I'm going to be using more of that money to level up my my weapons, my people, my weapons, my people, my armor and stuff. I, I'm going to be leveling up a lot of shit and making my guys, which are already super powerful in the game, which is awesome, making them even more powerful. So whenever I come up against some bad dudes, they're going down. They're going down, honey. The funny thing is, even though you could play as women in this game and you could, and they can fight and do all that and they get hurt and stuff, they never have any women enemies, which is weird. There is no women that are enemies. It's always dudes in the game that are enemies. And it's like, why didn't you make some of these women evil and want to kick my ass and stuff? You know, like can't we fight the women that seems a little um sexist to me unless if it's a thing in japan where they don't want to see women fighting i don't know unless if there's something i'm missing here but why why not let the women be bad bad people and you know come to try to kill us and take our money away and stuff i don't know i don't know i it doesn't make sense to me but um pretty much i've been a lot doing a lot of ichiban holdings uh, the business sim, uh, and you know, I'm, and it is, it is crazy. I just, per, you purchase new, um, businesses within it. You got to figure out if you can make them profitable. You got to hire, uh, employees and then you got to avenge, which yesterday, and I feel like a funky monkey on this, but it was yesterday and, uh, well, mostly yesterday that I found out, that I figured out that you can level up your employees in certain ways that through promotions and stuff to level them up to help them. So when you do more training on them, they can level up even more and more, which I didn't know because I am a funky, stupid loser. And there was really no great tutorials, even in videos and other people's videos on how to do that or if what you what you do on that subject unless if i uh i missed something or whatever but i 
figured when I figured out you could level up my employees and train them and level them up on how to do all that, I'm like, oh shit! And I just went batshit crazy and leveling up employees and stuff. Because during my stream uh, on Friday, I kind of you know got a little fuck up there and um and basically i fucked up and hold on one second i got a groundhog's day thing going on here okay <laughs> no it is sunday <laughs> i thought it was saturday or something for some weird reason i've got a felt little saturday-ish but um anywho i was talking about the leveling up and stuff so yeah, I figured out, when I figured it out, I'm like, oh, I got to level up people. And when you level up people, their stats go up. They have better skill sets for their businesses that they're either helping to run or whatever. And you can level up those businesses through all that. There's so much stuff going on and what to do. It's like, wow. <laughs> and then I, you know, I lost out like i failed my first um and hopefully only uh board meeting with the shareholders where they basically said no 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 you fail you fail uh luckily that will be the only one hopefully and then moving forward i will be a badass motherfucker in the business world and slowly i'm buying like i bought a new business just today i am making bank on those businesses there's one business that I own with the employees, which I'm not going to blame the employees, but the one business I own in the game that is not doing as much profit as everybody else, that has high expenses uh, compared to everybody else. And eventually, which I'm going to wait till the end of the game, uh, under the business main part of the game, because I think I could continue on even past the whole business sim uh uh, what should I say, storyline part of the game, I can, after I do all that, and they just, I think they just let me continue to run the businesses and tr- make money from them and such, I am going to just, you know, end, I'm just going to, you know, end that one business, sell it off, cut my losses on that one, let the un- other ones continue, and then buy a brand new business put those employees to that or management to that one and make money off of that business. And, uh, that's my plan going forward because shit, <clears throat> this one business just does not make that much money. And it's really a shame because I leveled it up as much as I could do. And, uh, it seems like nobody's buying as much, but, um, it's making some money still, Feels like the place that I work at where we make the least amount of money and then all the other businesses support that one business because that one business isn't uh, making any profit or anything like that. But that's the whole idea of this business management sim. You got to learn how to manage your employees. What do they do best? What roles do they take on in each business? How do these businesses run? How much do you want to put? How much money can or will you put into each business? You got a certain set of funds, which I'm trying to keep also high. If in my corporate corporate entity of Ichiban Holdings, I want to make sure that number is still high, even though the shareholders are like, oh, no, you're not doing well enough. We want to see more product being sold. We want to see more of this being sold. And it's like, yeah, 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 don't we all? But I want to make that money first, guys, before I can pump in more into new businesses and stuff because they cost a lot of money. And I'm just trying to keep 
I, I wouldn't say keep afloat. I'm doing damn good for what I'm doing, but I want to keep at that high positive mark. So the more money I make, the more I'll be willing to spend on um, on a new business and stuff and make more money off of that. But like I said, that's a wait and see effort right there. And uh, like I said, I, I'm hoping, I think it's, this is the way, but I'm hoping and thinking that after this business sim uh, storyline is done and I can hopefully continue on with just making profits, I am going to buy some very lucrative businesses and people and invest in some people and stuff and try to make really big banks. So in the outside the business sim world of the game, I can use the money that I make hopefully eventually millions and millions uh, around, I could take that money and put it towards my crew and me, <clears throat> leveling us up to extreme conditions and, uh, you know, going f- forward in the game, my people will be such badasses which such, with such badass um, weapons and stuff that uh, it would take a lot more to kill us and kill me and... You know, it'd take a lot more to, you know, finish us compared to us finishing other people. It is just one of those things. It is a great game. There's just so much to it. There's so much going on. I haven't even done the can drive thing anymore because it's not really necessary. But in the main story right now, I'm on chapter, I think, eight already, which is crazy to think. But I think it, what does it say? It said it had 14 chapters, right? 14, 15 14, 15 chapters around there. And I'm on chapter eight already. And right now I'm looking with my team and our extra lady friend from Ichiban Holdings that I keep forgetting her name. And we're all looking for my friend Namba, which we just found out that he was actually a a secret spy or something, a secretish spy for himself, trying to figure out why... What happened to his brother? If he's dead, whatever, who killed him, etc., etc. Now he's on the run and hiding because he knows all this information about this uh, counterfeiting ring that's going on with the big Injinchu three and stuff like that and stuff like that. And it's really, really interesting. You know, a lot of these Yakuza games, it's always about money and power. In the first Yakuza games, like Yakuza 0 and Yakuza uh, Kiwami 1, I think it was. I don't know if Kiwami 2. But there was a whole thing with money and stuff like that. Oh, we want more money and more power and stuff. And then a couple of them are power, then it's money. And it just, it's just, that's where they base these storylines around. And it's just batshit crazy that the same stuff keeps happening to people, to all these different people. And it's like, hmm. Hmm. I wonder if they'll ever take the series beyond power and money in the Yakuza games. I don't know. Um, conspiracies, stuff like that. But it's it's been pretty fun. Like I said, I've been doing a lot of the Ichiban holdings. Last Friday, I played f- over four hours of fucking Yakuza Like a Dragon on stream. What I'm going to do in the future, if I know I'm going to be playing more than like uh, two hours of a game, I might pause the stream, like stop the stream very quickly and start it back up again due to the fact that 
it'll make my recordings better and easier to edit it because uh, the last stream you'll see, I'm not talking right because the audio video sync is done because there's so much processing that needs to be involved to get my uh, to get my um, recoverment, I should say. And what's going on here with these glasses? <laughs> so much stuff going on with me. Um, anywho, yes, fun game. All I got to say, it's, it, it, it is a game that you should try uh, or one of the games you should try in the series. I hope they announce a new one this fall because um, by the time fall happens, I should be done with this game. I don't know about uh, Lost Judgment because I got to get back into playing that game, but I better get back into playing more Lost Judgment because I want to get a bunch more episodes under my wing before I'm done with uh yakuza like a dragon beating that game because if not <laughs> ooh, then i gotta make sure i'm ready for lost judgment episodes going up on on uh on on my website because those are going to be pre-recording pre-recordings and not live streams um but love playing the games love the services stuff like that we're gonna get into the games news now because i think that's all i gotta talk about with that stuff so we got some games news and that is up next folks we're gonna get rolling right into the games news because that's the way i roll the games news from the past week there we go the games news uh one of the biggest things in the games news uh last week um remember that little nintendo direct mini that happened and they shut off all these third party uh things that went on well yeah yeah a lot of uh, a lot of things got uh dropped on your laps for that like uh monster hunter rise sunbreak near autonoma the end of uriah edition Lorelai and the Laser Eyes. and Oh, I didn't even an- announce when they were coming. I, some of them are dropping like in June. Some of this stuff is just extra DLC coming in the future. This Lorelai and the Laser Eyes is coming sometime in 2023. They announced a new Super Bomberman game, which I'm all, all, all about because I guess they're phasing out Bomberman, Super Bomberman R, which is the one I have now. So I won't be able to play that one online or anything. Not like I ever did or anything, but they're phasing that one out. They're coming out eventually um, with Super Bomberman R2. um, And it's supposed to be, you know, a lot more levels, better. And I I saw in the stream that they're going to actually have with Super Bomberman R2 that you'll have customization this time around where I can customize my, um, I don't know about the, I'm sure the characters will still be able to be customized, but I could customize the platforms. So I can make my own Bomberman runs in the game, within the game, and make my own levels and stuff, and people can go in there and shoot their bombs all around my custom-made levels and stuff. And I could create my own Bomberman levels, 
which I am like all for the creation of stuff like this. That's pretty cool. Uh, but this is something we're going to have to wait till it comes out in 2023. So I'll be all over Super Bomberman R2 when it hits the store shelves for Switch, Xbox, PlayStation. Doesn't Oh, and PC with Steam. Mm-hmm. I see that here as well. So most mostly every platform, they got all covered. That's pretty cool. Cannot wait. I'll be buying at least twice, one for my Xbox and one for my uh my uh, Switch, of course. Mm-hmm. Got to support the Bomberman. Loved playing Bomberman since the early days on the PlayStation, which I have a copy man, a copy of that early Bomberman. Even the really early Bombermans, like playing it on PC, I remember playing those too. I actually have one of them, I think. Uh, they talk about the Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Um, so I guess this is where they put all the Mega Man Battle Network games and stuff. And on the Game Boy Advanced systems, no sign of network transmission from GameCube, though, they're saying here. Um, this compilation, this compile, this compilation of these games will be released sometime of next year. So that's all I got news on that bomber on that Mega Man. Well, it's no bomber, man, but people still like their Mega Man. And then they're re-releasing Pac-Man World called Pac-Man World Repack. Uh, it's a 3D platforming game which allows you to play Pac-Man as he embarks on the venture to save his wife and kids who took very, who look very sad in their jail cell. <laughs> you can grab the game on August 26th of this year, so it's coming out the end of uh, next month. So the 26th of next month, August. So there you go, folks. If you really want to be playing some Pac-Man World Repack. Uh, another game that they showed off coming in February 2023 here. Uh, Blank. Blank is a monochrome rendered puzzle game with a gorgeous 3D art. And uh, in addition to its main story campaign, it also has a co-op mode. And that's coming February 2023. And it's called Blank with a C. Then coming to the Switch out later this year, um, Ron Gilbert's famous adventure game, Return to Monkey Island. A game by Ron Gilbert. There you go. So if you like Monkey Island and you want to return, here you go. Return to Monkey Island somewhere later this year. Also, another game coming out October this year that I cannot wait to get my hands on because I loved the first one. Super uh, Mario Plus Rabbits Sparks of Hope, which is a turn-based strategy game by uh, Nintendo and Ubisoft. Mario and Rabbits Clyde in the game introduces new rabbit creatures called Sparks. And the protagonist will have to join up to save them. The game will be released this October 20th of this year. Cannot wait, folks. Uh, Little Noah, Scion of Paradise. Uh, This is a fantasy RPG. Uh, I guess it's created by the developers who made Dragila Lost. And it shows an art style. Uh, it's, the game is described as a casual roguelike and you can downloading it as of now, I guess. Okay. Not my thing, but there you go. Uh, 
This one is weird and interesting. Rail grade. Yeah, rail grade. Uh, build, if building a train system is your idea of good time, then rural grade might <laughs> be the game for you. <laughs> it is not just about building your own train empire. You'll also have to coordinate shipping in an industry, an industrial colony. Okay, that's the last part of the little bit uncomfortable, a little bit uncomfortable. But trains, rail grade will be on the Nintendo Switch sometime this fall. So it's basically a, what an advanced futuristic uh, train simulation game, business management game, industrial business management type of game, huh? Hmm. Another form of business in a game. Uh, RPG time: The Legend of Right. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. You play as a hand-drawn character in a storybook. And you can use your writing utensils to help you solve puzzles. Think chicory, but with a fantasy heroics. The game is coming out on August 18th. Okay. Sonic Frontiers, uh, a game that I people seem not to like, that I keep hearing a little bit about. It's a mostly an open world game. It's coming out this holiday season, and I hear a lot of people aren't liking it because it was made crappily. So, yeah, maybe not pick that one up. I don't know. <laughs> Here's another one, Disney Dreamlight Valley. Uh, it's basically you play as Disney's take on The Sims starting this September 6th. Okay, then. <laughs> Disney characters as Sims. Live Alive... Square Enix's six, classic 16-bit Super Famicom RPG will be seeing its first Western release on July 22nd. That's this month. Um, so there you go on that. Uh, Raman Story of Seasons, Friends of the Great Kingdom. Raman is one of the most influential anime IPs of all time. Never heard of him. And it's Light-hearted tone is perfect for a farming simulation. Um, let's see here. Bandai Namco announcing the sequel to the first Dorama Story of Seasons. The new entry of the season, series will be coming to the Switch sometime this year. So something for you kind of people out there. Minecraft Legends, a game that nobody really asked for. And the only thing I asked for for Minecraft is like a new Minecraft with... You know, Minecraft 2.0 or something with ray tracing, more 3D, good-looking graphics or something. I don't know. That's what I would like. But they're giving us this. This uh, Minecraft Legends is an action strategy game that takes a more story-driven approach than the original Sandbox uh, Sensation. Legends will be releasing in 2023. Reminds me of the Minecraft uh, Telltale game. Mm Mm-hmm but with more action. Dragon Quest Quest Treasures coming out December 9th this year. Portal Companion Collection, which I'm guessing you get Portal and Portal 2. Uh, Yep, which that is, and I'm surprised this hasn't been out yet on the Switch, are being bundled together for the Switch port, uh, which will let you... which will bring you back to the chest chambers and Aperture Science Laboratories, the... Companion Collection is out now. Okay. 
Harvestella is someone who's, um, let's see here, a farming simulation game that looks like a cross between Rune Factory and Tales games. Harvestella comes out on Nintendo Switch on November 4th of this year. And then finally, the biggest game on this Nintendo Mini press conference that everybody should be talking about. I know I am. And I'm very excited because this is also, these games are coming out on the Xbox as well for the first time ever. First time ever on Xbox or Nintendo consoles. Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona, Persona 5 royale which the funny thing is even all these games haven't been out yet and for anything but a playstation uh console or i think pc as well but count playstation console or uh a vita and stuff like that these games are finally finally um they're being opened opened up um this is by these are by these are a Sega product by by Atlas, which is underneath Sega Publishing, I think. And they're releasing the first Persona Five Royale game first, um, which is being released on October twenty first. Which I will play. I will purchase it for both the Switch and the Xbox. I will be playing the shit out of this game, um, but. The other two, Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden, those aren't coming out anytime soon. They haven't been announced uh, as a release date. They haven't been announced yet for those games. And all the games will be sold separately, so I'm sure they're going to be wanting some money for each of them. If they charge, like, mm, they're going to charge more than 20 If they charge 30 bucks for each game, yeah that okay depending on what they're doing with them but uh yeah i could see that if they're charging like 50 or more for each game i will definitely hold off of buying those games because trust me older games like this not worth the the amount of money but then i say that with the grand theft auto games <laughs> and then i bought them twice over because i'm crazy like that I bought them for switch and no I bought them three times over what am I saying? I bought it three times over because <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> I bought it for the Xbox. I bought two copies for the Switch, one physical and the rest digital, which the physical part of the <laughs> Grand Theft Auto collection I didn't open up. I just wanted as a nice little collectible memento because I'm crazy. But um, I will enjoy playing some Persona 5 uh, Royale on my Xbox and Switch because... Or any of these games, because I played a lot of Persona 4 Golden back on my uh, on my Vita. Yes, the good old Sony PlayStation Vita that Sony did not support well and f- basically fucked up every aspect of it. If they wouldn't have fucked up all the as- main aspects of it, like basically putting out good games to support it and actually making things for cheaper, like... Mm, those drastic, dreaded uh, proprietary memory cards, which I think was the real killer of the PlayStation uh, Vita, that and the lack of good quality games, that thing would have been pretty much um, a winner still for them. They would have been making a lot of bank. Because don't forget, they had the PSPs. I loved my PSP too as well, but 
you know, they eventually fucked that up. But yeah, the biggest news on this Nintendo Direct, just like it was for me when next Microsoft announced it on their stage for them, getting these Persona games finally and finally coming to other platforms is pretty cool because these are very good um, JRPGs or RPGs as they like to do. Um, and it is the best-selling school simulated sim RPG that um, has been released for a while. And um, a lot of people love playing them. I like playing them when I first saw them. I think they're very interesting. If they ever had shows of these Persona uh, games, which I bet you they do have an anime or something of them, because why wouldn't they? I just love playing them. They're interesting. They're a lot of text very interesting and playing now playing the whole aspect of playing um ah, yakuza like a dragon i'm more in depth to play these games again because it'll make it easier for me because i'll i learned more basic strategies and stuff playing that jrpg than getting and then eventually getting into these jrpgs and doing better in these games you know what i mean i hope you do but um i'm very interested i am glad that they're putting out persona 5 royal first because like i said they could have put out uh, persona 3 portable first or persona 4 golden but i already played persona 4 golden i didn't beat it but i played a ton of it i never played persona 3 or persona 5 but starting off with the newest one I'm all for it because that that will be good. And it's coming to Game Pass, too, so that's another fun thing about it. But a lot of interesting stuff from the Nintendo Showcase. A lot of things that I'm interested in. Like I said, the Persona games I'll get. I'll get the Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. I will be definitely getting myself some Bomberman R action going on. Bomberman R2. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot of kick-ass stuff. They did a they did a good job. Now, no, they didn't show any of their first party stuff. We don't know when that stuff is coming, but um, maybe eventually they'll announce some stuff like what's coming. So, in other news, with Persona and Persona Five Royale, uh, the PS Five, Xbox, and PC versions will include all forty five DLC packs. I did not know they had that many DLC packs for Persona Five Royale. But it's coming with all 45 DLC packs. Now, now note, they didn't say Switch anywhere in this article. Is the Switch version also getting these 45 DLC packs within it? Hmm. Hmm. I'm sure most of it's like costumes and character customization stuff and skills-based stuff anyways. But, hmm. I wonder if it's going to come to the Switch. But I guess there's 45 DLC packs, and they say for Persona 5 Royale, and it's coming for all systems. PlayStation 5, Xbox, and PC will come with all 45 DLC packs at launch, which is uh, pretty crazy. Um, Otherwise, players can dress up with their their costume packs, including the Persona 4 costume set, the Royal Maid, the Butler costume set, Dancing Star Knight, Featherman costume, and more. Um, let's see here. 
Persona 5 Royal, which is an expanded version of the normal Persona 5 that includes improved mechanics and extra story chapters. Um, While Persona 4 Golden was released on, for PC in 2020, oh, see, I told you one of them was for PC. It was previously only available on PlayStation Vita, but will soon be available for on the PS4 PC. Likewise, Persona 3 Portable is also seeing a relaunch following more of the decade of PSP exclusivity. Hmm. So every P- Persona, Persona 5 Royal DLC pack. So this is the full 45. I don't know if I'm going... Let's see if I go through all 45. So Persona 4 Costume and BGM Special Set. Persona 3 costume and BGM special set. Persona 2 costume and BGM special set. Persona costume and BMG special set for just probably the original Persona. Shin Mugami Tensei If costume and BMG special set. See, notice costumes and special sets. Persona 4 Dancing All Night costume and BMG special set. Persona 4 The Ultimax costume and BMG special set. Shinsu Menshi Tensei 4 costume and BGM special set. Catherine costume set and BMG special set. Orpheus and Orpheus slash Thief God set. Izangi and Izangi Thief God set. Thanatos and Thanatos Thief God set. Magasu Tutsu Zingi God sets. There's a lot of Thief God sets here, like a big chunk of those. Persona 5 Royal Recovery Item set. Uh, P, P5 the Royal Skill Card set. P5 the Royal Plain Clothes Uniform Costume set. A Thief Marked Morgana Card Sticker. Uh, the Royal Swimsuit Con... A lot of costumes. Let's just say most of these DLCs costumes. The Royal Persona 20th Anniversary Morgana Scar Sticker with Anniversary Logo. The Royal Maiden Butler Costume Stud. The Royal Christmas Costume Stud. Dancing Star Night Costume with BGM Special Set. And so on and so on and so on and so on and so on. Uh, Persona 5 The Royal Challenge Battle Extra Set. New Cinema Lambrith Costume BGM Set. Uh, it's just a lot of costumes and stuff and assistance packs and stuff like that so yes I'm not going through all of those but I went through a chunk of them you know what's going on (sighs) that's a lot of shit now here's something you might not know what's going on or you probably never knew at all but um, a guy named Bernie Stoller former president of Sega of America and Sega co-founder or SCEA co-founder, has died at the age of 75. He was instrumental in launching the Dreamcast, 2K Sports, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro the Dragon, and more. So he was he was the guy that did a lot of that stuff um, behind the scenes and stuff. Um, Bernie Stoller, the former president of Sega of America and one of the founding members of Sony Computer Entertainment of America, has died at the age of 75. So he did some good stuff, and I bet a lot of people blamed him for, like, the Dreamcast failing and the Sega Saturn and stuff. But you know what? I don't. A lot of things happened at that time. But uh, he was a guy, and I think he was in one of those documentaries. I think the like a, the Sega documentary or something that was on G4 Icons and stuff. And um, 
yeah, he, he'll be missed, you know. I don't think he was doing much more nowadays, but long retired, but, you know, it's one of those early industry leaders that just went down and down for the count. He will be missed. And in better news, uh, Valve will double the number of Steam decks it will ship. So basically, um, let's see here. Steam Deck handheld devices in Q3 as the company's production has increased. So we'll be shipping out more of those. Uh, We just sent the last batch of Q2 emails, they said. And we'll start doing the Q3 reservation emails on the 30th, which is past that. So they already started that. So I guess they're able to get more hardware in. So look on out for your emails to see if you'll... Be one of those guys that gets that new Steam Deck. That new sexy Steam Deck that everybody's been going crazy about. Even Jeff Gersman just got his new uh, brand new Steam Deck and he's crazy about it as well. He loves it. He loves the emulation part of it where you can emulate game, put emulated games on there and stuff. But he says it's, it's great. And as yours truly, Mr. Mike has been saying, I always say, yes, eventually I plan on getting a Steam Deck as well. But I'm going to wait till what the next rendition or two goes on because I know down the road because these are so popular still and if they make making enough money and they have uh, that vision like if Steam or Valve has the thing where they feel like, oh yeah, we're going to keep on putting selling these devices and we're going to make new ones down the road with better hardware, maybe more storage and um, whatnot, I don't know, down the road. I, Mr. Mike, will definitely be part of that action eventually. I just want the first rendition to go out swimmingly, and then down the road, if people still like it and stuff and it still has high demand, I might consider getting the the second version of the Steam Deck. Or, if I'm really, really stubborn, I'll wait for the third rendition. But you never know. Maybe I'll get the second rendition, you know, because, you know, new chipsets will be coming out in the near future with... AMD and them talk and everybody talking about having three nanometer, two nanometer chips being made. So that means increased speed, less power, and less heat coming out of those CPUs and GPUs in the near future, which means better for future renditions of the Steam Deck. Maybe eventually um, solid state media will get higher in uh, storage capacity. Like maybe I can get a terabyte or two um storage in my steam deck if i could get like a two one to two terabyte steam deck i'm all for it sure you can pop in an sd card and i know a lot of people keep saying that that oh if you put in a sd card that suffices just as good as having onboard storage but i'm like yeah sure that's good added storage but i want a physical i wanted something that's built into the thing the more the storage is built into the unit the faster it runs, the better it is. That's just me. I'm crazy like that. But if I want that, sure. I want something with at least one terabyte to two terabytes of storage in my Steam Deck. And I'm willing to pay for it as well. Especially getting the most uh, powerful Steam Deck that they'll offer. With R&D, RDNA 3 graphics or something down the road. You never know. You never know what might come down the road with uh, the graphics and the Steam Deck or something. So I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting till the next rendition of these machines, these beautiful, brilliant handhelds that 
you know, it's just copying the switch, just making it more powerful and more powerful than what NVIDIA's uh, handhelds were. So I'll be looking forward to that. You know, after they're done with the original Steam Decks and they come out with the Steam Deck 2.0 or something, you know, I'll be looking out for that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. You can guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Um, so some minor notes here, which I'm sure some of you are going to say, oh, well, you still want it after all this coverage? Well, there's two things that's been going on with the Steam Deck. Apparently, the new, the future, some, of the, some, not all, which is weird. I don't know why. I think maybe that's why they got, they're getting more Steam Decks out right now. Uh, because they're go- maybe going to different new partners that are able to get them more supply. And that supply isn't as fast as other supplies. So, apparently, Valve has Steam Deck SSD bandwidth on some models. Um, even though Valve says the change will not affect gaming performance, someone like me that's been in the computer industry for a very long time now that knows his computers knows about bandwidth and all that i i kind of think that's a little bit of uh an understatement right there a little bit of blarney sure the games and stuff will not be sort of affected but they still will be affected you know you need any kind of bandwidth you can get for your games from storage and stuff yes i want i want as much bandwidth on my internal nvme drive and stuff and my express ports and stuff to my for my game playing and stuff as i can because then i can get the best performance i know valve says that might not be the thing right now but maybe future games will be different i don't know and I, I'd rather not take that chance, and especially if I'm paying a lot of money. I want the best of the best bandwidth I can get out of it. So apparently some of these uh, new SSDs and stuff um, are being dumbed down a little bit with the SSD bandwidth from uh, four PCI Express lanes to two lanes. Um, even though Valve says customers won't know which drives They'll receive the company noting that some 256 gigabyte and 512 gigabyte miles will ship with a PCI Express Gen 3 times 2 SSD, which is probably why they were getting some more out of these devices because they're able to put those in. So apparently, uh, let's see here. I would really rather have the times four because the more bandwidth, the faster the running of the drive, faster the running of the games, installing, downloading, whatnot, playing, retrieving. Um, but, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. And like they said, you won't know which one is which one it's going to be valve also confirmed that the spec changes are only for the nvme drives while the high speed micro sd slot will remain identical between all three variants the company recently announced that the doubling that it that's probably why it's doubling its uh its uh capacity of selling these things but i for me as a pc owner you need every little bit of bandwidth you can get it doesn't matter if 
you know, you're saying, oh, this still runs great. Yes, but if I'm able to get a G- PCI Express Gen 3 times 4 with four lanes, which means there's more bandwidth going, you know, it's just like you're driving a car down the highway. How many lanes do you want? You want two lanes? You want one lane, two lanes, three lanes, four lanes? If you got four lanes, that means cars can spread out to those four lanes and you got a better chance of passing all the slow drivers, right? Just like data. If you're going down to two lanes, then that traffic gets heavier because there's less places to go. And then if you're one lane, then you're basically fucked because you can't get around that slow motherfucker that's always driving in front of you. (laughs) But that's how you think about it in the way of data going through from a hard drive to the device to play and use and utilize and stuff like that. But for me, I personally find this a little kind of concerning, but nobody said anything about it yet. And at least Valve is admitting it, but if I'm going to buy a Steam Deck in the near future and I buy one like a second generation one, I do not want my bandwidth halved. I want as much bandwidth as you can motherfuckers can give me on the SSDs. And if you can give me a PCI Express 4 or 8 or something, and it says that on the next rendition of the Steam Deck or Steam Deck 2.0 or whatever, I mean, I'm definitely going to buy one of those because then I'll have like more bandwidth if I need it or not. It's always good to have extra bandwidth if I need it or not. And in other news, uh, Valve still warns people against squeezing a larger SSD into your Steam Deck. Uh, so, you know, instead of the regular SSD, um, let's see here. Mm. Uh, da, 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 da. So the basic reason why they don't want you, and I'm going to sum up this story. The basic reason why they're still saying, telling you not to put a bigger, larger uh, version of your SSD in your Steam Deck or NVMe drive that is off the shelf is because it doesn't have the same heat dissipation as the drive as the drive inside your Steam Deck for one thing and two it can take more not only more power but you know more heat it's more power and it can significantly shorter the longevity of your system if it's getting too hot and it doesn't have the best thermal capabilities going through it, unless if you really know what you're doing and you know how to get those thermals down with that new um, NVMe drive or something, which some people do, but it's going to be a hard thing to do because it's such a tight little small space. But, um, yeah, that's one of those things that you got to watch out for in upgrading one of the Steam Decks if you want to do it with a new nvme drive you got to try to get something that's similar to the one that's in there and if you can find one that's similar to that one with the heat and the power conditioning conditions and stuff and it also has more uh, storage then by all means go for it if you're gutsy enough to do it you know if you know your electronics like me i would probably try something like that just because you know usually i know what i'm doing and i'm pretty good with electronics and stuff and if it's something you can take out something and put something new in i I love doing that but for average joe mm, i would hold off because you don't want to brick your your beautiful steam steam machine (laughs) uh talking more about steam 
and stuff like that, uh, and Xbox and all that. Uh, Samsung's gaming TV hub launches with Xbox, Stadia, and GeForce Now streaming inside the TV. So basically, I'm wondering if the TV, the new Samsung TV, is going to have like extra, like storage or memory in them. Do they gonna are they gonna have like better processors in these TVs? What makes them so they can stream these games? There's got to be a lot more like processor. Maybe they're going to have like micro SD card slots and on the sides of them or something. I don't know. It makes me wonder. Um, there's got to be some sort of storage, onboard storage, and uh, like I said, and an a better CPU within these TVs to be able to play and stream these games to the TVs because you need something to help with the bandwidth, to help with the processing and stuff, even though you're just streaming the games and stuff, you still need something with these. And it's kind of making me wonder what they're doing, what they're able to do to do this. And, but, you know, it's still pretty interesting. And um, I would never do that, especially on a TV app. I'd rather get a box or something to stream the game on. And if I'm going to do that, I might as well just get my my xbox or pc and do that through that way but hmm, i guess it's people are gonna use it utilize it we'll probably see videos of somebody playing xbox stadia or geforce now streaming to their samsung televisions in the near future we'll see we'll see what goes on about that uh xbox games with gold july's uh lineup Delivers Torchlight again. So uh, here are the games that you will be able to get for free for this month of July, which already started now. Uh, Beasts of Marvilla Island uh, ESRP for ten bucks, available through July first through the thirty first. So July right now through the thirty first. Relic Tika or Relic Ta. $20, what it usually costs, available July 16th through August 15th. Here's a good one, Thrillville Off the Rails. I thought this was always a good game. I never bought it, but now I can get it for free. 10 bucks available now through the 15th. And another good game that I never per- played or purchased, but I always thought was a Diablo-esque type of good game, Torchlight. Originally 15 bucks, but for free with Games of Gold, available on July 16th through the 31st. So that's four interesting games with Games of Gold already started, where you can get Thrillville off the rails and Beasts of Marvalia Island now, and later you can get Relicta, Relicta and Torchlight. I think that's pretty cool. They're running out. They gotta be running out of games to get for games to go, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And here's the Xbox Game Pass July of 2022 list coming soon, leaving soon, which I'm sure some of these already started. So coming now or out now, Far Cry 5, July 1st for Council PC Cloud. July 5th, Last Cell BBS PC, July 7th. Matchpoint Tennis Champions Council. Uh, July 14th, Escape Academy Council. 
Uh, July 19th, as dusk falls, console, PC, and uh, I guess cloud to be updated or something. And July 26, 22 this year, immortality for console, PC, and uh, the games that will be leaving, apparently, soon. Um, let's see here. Uh, so these are the game. Let's see. Are these the games that are leaving? Set of 22 departures. Okay, so July 22 departures. So these are the games that are leaving Game Pass. Uh, so all these are on July 15th. So July 15th for console and PC. These games are leaving. Adam E. Corpse. Oh, Atomic Corpse. Kerrison. Children of Morta. Crisis Tales or Chris Tales. Sorry. Lethal League Blaze. So those are the games that are leaving Game Pass um, on the 15th of July. So you still got some time to play them. And another game that came to Game Pass with a little surprise that they haven't really announced, but it's out now, and I have downloaded it to my Xbox. A little game called... A little game called... Excuse me, I'm trying to look at something else here while I'm doing this. So a little game called House Flipper uh, will be the last new Game Pass game for June 2022, which it's already July, before Microsoft turns attention to July offerings. Um, So, yes, House Flipper, which is an interesting game. And you get to destroy a house and stuff and all that other great stuff and um, looks pretty cool. And it's uh, out now for people that want to play it on Game Pass for free. Or like I said, for free if you have a Game Pass subscription. And here in the final news and the weird news, Blizzard bought the studio behind Fantasy Battle Royale Spellbreak. So basically Blizzard of Activision Blizzard fame... They're purchasing studios still. They're still buying things. It's still business as usual, even though they're going to hopefully eventually be sold to Microsoft by next year. But apparently they bought a new studio. So that's like more what more uh, more goodies for Microsoft, I guess. So Blizzard bought this dude behind Fantasy Battle Royale Spellbreak. Pro let to what is it? Pro let a riot will shut down the Spellbreak servers in early 2023. Okay. So they acquired their first... Blizzard Entertainment has acquired its first new studio in more than 15 years. Um, the company stated it intends to acquire the Boston-based studio Proletrate. Oh, boy. That's a bad name for that studio. Um, the deal is now closed. As a result, Pro Proletrate Spellbreak, a battle royale in which you fling spells at your enemies instead of bullets uh, will eventually shut down. And the whole reason they're gobbling them up is because they want them to help them with their Blizzard games and help them with, you know, World of Warcraft and maybe some Diablo stuff type of stuff, but mostly probably 
help them in their endeavors in World of Warcraft, help them figure out some new stuff for that so that World of Warcraft can continue on in the futures, in the futures to come. So, very interesting. And it's kind of interesting that they're still purchasing stuff, even though they might eventually get sold soon. But what do I know? That's just what they do. Oh, boy. So that was the game's news, folks. And that is the show. Yes, the show is over. And still over an hour. Go figure, Mr. Mike. So I want to thank you for listening, which I am definitely posting this up on July 4th, if you're listening to this now. And I wish you all a happy 4th and a happy week. And I'll catch you guys again uh next week with another um edition of the games attack audio cast and hopefully i can go in back and play some more games i don't know i'm i still want to maybe which i don't think i will i think i'll just end up playing more uh because it's getting late it's already 7 30 i don't think i'm going to be playing any lost judgment today because i want to get in a good at least two hours of lost judgment to so maybe tomorrow to play to to actually record and stuff so um anywho i'll probably play some some other games so anywho everybody thank you for listening feel free to visit my website gg2cast.com for anything that is game related videos and more podcasts and more feel free to visit my twitch channel at twitch.tv slash gg2cast on fridays at 8 8 p.m eastern time that's 8 p.m eastern time on fridays on twitch.tv slash gg2cast for more yakuza live streaming goodness and eventually when that's all said and done i'll be streaming other games of course and um I already said Juju2Cast. I said Twitch. Oh, YouTube.com slash Juju2Cast is where all my videos are posted at. So if you want to look at all those lovely videos that I got posted on Juju2Cast at YouTube.com slash Juju2Cast. If you don't want to just go to Juju2Cast.com to view them. That's a good place. Great place to uh, see all my videos that I create. And... um, Mr. Mike saying, game on, game hard, world conquest. I'm pushing this game and button. The show is now game over.